Hello there, and welcome to the Switchboard. I'm your host, Robert West, and today... Yasmin West, the Reiki accountant, joining on the show. And I noticed, Yasmin, that you had a special word that you wanted to look at today. But before we do that, I think we should kind of update people on why there's such a big gap on episodes. Yes, our world's been turned a little upside down, or it was, uh, uh, my dear hubby here was injured and incapacitated and laid up for three months and then we had a death in the family unfortunately so we've been dealing with all that and i am getting better and back to work but who knows if i'll ever play golf again um but during this occasion we had some instances where the following topic really kind of almost came into play didn't we Oh yes, so today we're going to talk about problem solving because, uh, well, I don't see a whole lot of that happening in the world. Do you? No, I, I think that people try to generalize problems more than solve them nowadays and that, you know, helps perpetuate in some cases maybe a victim class or, or a tribal thought or a, heaven forbid to say a racial component or anything like that. I think when we if we started to universally look at things, it would be easier to solve the problems rather than quickly get them in a category and use something that we tried 10 years ago that didn't work. Right. And, you know, going back to the dinosaur ages when I was back in public accounting, <laughs> this was actually something that we trained on on a regular basis was problem solving and how to think on our feet because you don't always have the information you need at a moment's notice and you just have to make the best decision you can with what you have and work the problem. So that's where we talk about like technology coming in because what you had was um, a program that you could follow but outside of that you had to go through papers and files or you had to make phone calls to check on accounts. And in my particular case, I wasn't an accountant, but I did work for a number of years on the water. And problem solving was like an immediate activity all day long because I had to deal with weather and winds and tides and, and other boaters and, and who knows what else that would happen. In one case, earthquakes. Well, yeah. And in your situation, you definitely were in a position where you had to think on your feet because... It could change at any given moment and you couldn't work a problem based on a predetermined formula right and in my case um even though you didn't have predetermined formulas and this is where we talk about maybe not grouping it all into one category is that we had multiple categories that we thought about now being on the water was probably a little bit easier than what you're going to talk about in accounting because my first consideration was survival it was always survival for whoever was on the boat yeah, that's kind of important. Right. And in your case, you're dealing with money. Money and not our own money. So it has to be right. Otherwise, you get yelled at. Right. And so they gave you, you ended up with some tricks or hints that you think you can share with people? Well, I, I just wanted to point out, um, A, you know, you have to be able to think on your feet because not every problem is going to fit that that you find in a textbook. I mean, we all remember those math classes way back when with those word problems. Well, the word problems were always the hardest because you couldn't fit them into a formula without doing a little bit of thinking. 
You also have to be willing to take a chance on something as well. I mean, you talk yeah. about thinking on your feet, but, but people want to, want to know how. And the unfortunate thing is, that's what we're finding out about people is they want, to, they want to know how. And so it seems like everybody tries to escape to the Internet. But if you have a problem that's physically in front of you, my car is missing. You know, a shopping cart <laughs> fell out of that window and hit my truck. Um, I don't. I don't know what Garage can happen. Garage doors. Garage doors on the freeway. <laughs> exactly. I drove over one of those one time. I mean, and there was a problem because it was it was in midair. Yeah, flipping. <laughs> flipping towards towards me. you. <laughs> right, and I'm driving down the freeway, and I'm thinking my numbers up, or it's going to be really good, and it landed flat in front of me, and I just drove right over it as if it was just a flat piece of cardboard, but. You know, 10 feet the other way, and the problem would have been solved permanently yes. by garage door. <laughs> so, you know, thinking on your feet is important, but also I think it's important to understand that there can be multiple ways to solve a problem. And a lot of times when you get in a room filled with people that think they understand the problem, they think there's only one way to solve it. And that's never the case. So when we talk about critical problem solving that'd be like immediate life danger situations where you're not only thinking on your feet but you're looking at how much time you might have before a particular instance befalls you hence um, the garage door hence the garage door <laughs> or maybe you're stuck in the snow and you know you've got to do a couple of things and, and they always talk about this in, in military movies is it's funny because it's a movie but they always say remain calm work the problem and that's actually the truth, right? Yeah, because that's exactly what you have to do. And part of working the problem is um, looking at multiple solutions. And sometimes you might not even be aware that one of those solutions is going to cause you another problem down the line. But you just, you have faith, you use the process to work the problem and come up with the best solution you have at the time. And then adapt if it doesn't work out. Right. And, and one of the ways you can benefit, in, hopefully from our conversation on this, is going back to what we call the decision-making process. And we talked about this very recently with somebody about making good decisions. I think, I think it was on somebody else's podcast that they mentioned that the way to start the day for them was making the bed. And that was making a good decision. Oh, yeah. And then the next thing going and if they were interested in eating, having something healthy for breakfast, you know, making a good decision and maybe trying to make themselves a little bit happier. And, and as they make each decision and create the little victories, the harder decisions become easier. Well, yeah, and that's a prime, prime example of um, problem solving on more of the long term. So in the podcast, they were talking about, okay, you know, I, I want to improve my life in several different areas. And so as soon as he got out of bed, he would make his bed, then he would make a healthy breakfast. And that was um, creating momentum towards a long-term goal that he wanted to achieve. And there's, there's a word for the day there, too, is momentum. Um, one of my brothers used to say, there is no substitute for momentum. And he's, there isn't. <laughs> he's absolutely right. You know, when you go to empty a moving truck, which we've done a number of times, people. We've, too many times. Too many times. To the point where people would call us about moving their stuff because we knew what to do. Um, <laughs> we should consult on that. We, we should. We'd we could make money. We moving consultants. <laughs> 
but there again, our decision-making process was don't stop. Right. That was our first decision. People go, I don't know how we're going to empty this truck. Okay, that's your problem, people. How are we going to empty this truck? I'll give you a hint. One piece at a time if that's what it takes. And don't stop, Larry. And don't stop, Larry. <laughs> Just don't stop, right? And this right. is... This is something we've learned in problem solving. The other thing is don't be afraid if you have time to get a little input if you're not alone. Right. And don't be afraid to abandon your original tactic. I mean, for an example of when you decide to tackle a problem and it doesn't work out, I can think of the windmills, right? Yeah. Where they're... They didn't when know. We say, when we say windmills, folks, we'd like to clarify that this is not your general pumping water windmill that we all read about in the history books. We're talking about windmills generating power now. Right. And we're, you know, it seemed like a perfectly nice solution and harmless and clean energy. But who would have thought that the actual vibration of the wind turbines would affect the health of livestock? Right. So you had a lot of farmers giving up their fields because they would get plowed. Well, they wouldn't be able to plow as much anymore in certain areas because you have the transmission lines for the power. So they, they lose part of their crops, but they make the money back up in the windmills. But I don't know if anybody's really making money on the windmills because you talked about the cows. And then we were hearing and we have been hearing for years about birds being killed right. by windmills. We've had them catch on fire in California and set other fields that didn't have windmills on fire and fields with windmills on fire, losing multiple windmills. And in one case, there was a blade that came off one and traveled a quarter of a mile before it finally settled down. Not good. Right? And we're talking about a blade that's 175, maybe 200 feet. Yeah, that's going to take out some I, I'm beginning to yeah. wonder, you know, when you talk about, <laughs> we talk about energy or doing energy, folks, and this is problem solving, right? So we're trying windmills, and in my book, they don't work. In somebody else's book, maybe they do. But if we're looking at problem solving, then... They might have a limited capacity, but we've seen on a grand scale, you know, maybe it's not the best solution. But we were attempting to solve a problem with what we thought was the best solution. Exactly. It's not... Time to think on our feet again and adapt. Right. It's time we can look at some technologies that actually can help us out, like the solar Stirling engine. That's it's a pretty good technology. It's not as ref reflective, so you don't have to worry about it um, taking up a lot of space, you know, and hopefully you're not reflecting so much energy in the air that you're burning up birds to get in between the collector and the, and the mirrors. Right. Right. Because there, there again, you tried to solve the energy problem with a giant solar field, and now you just kill a bunch of birds. And I get that we have to make some choices, but we have other technologies out there. And, and, and we should never stop looking for more. I right. Mean, uh, wind, solar shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. I mean, there's got to be other things out there that yep. we haven't discovered yet. So. Yep. Absolutely. Again, problem solving. So we talked about we talked about creating little victories, and then um, we talked about problem solving. If you have to solve something with a team and getting other people's input, obviously to create a team environment. Yeah, that's important. Right, because in the absence of everything else, leadership stands, and so if you can if you can collectively solve a problem, you're starting a good team. Well, and if 
people feel like they have some sort of input into the decision-making process, then they feel more vested. Right, right. They're more willing to work with you on, on your particular problem. And we, we should stipulate that there's a difference between like, you know, I get up in the morning and I go and I meet my landscaping crew that I meet every day and we go over a minor problem. Well, we're used to working with each other, so that's going to get pretty easy. But a lot of problems that people really have trouble with are problems that they face on their own or they create or are outside of work because work is a constant environment. We're normally there seven, eight hours a day sometimes. Yeah. So we, we feel good walking around our work. We, we feel comfortable with people walking around our work and the problem solving that we do there is gonna be in a team environment or a management environment if that's the kind of job we have. Right, so you're getting input from others and usually there's some sort of structure in place that if you hit a roadblock, you have somebody else you can get advice from. But problems in our own world aren't that structured all the time so again you got to think on your feet right so if you're going to start a business if you're going to be an influencer if you're going to be a podcaster if you're going to do any of these things where you have to get out in public then the one thing you have to do is solve all the little problems so that you can get on with what you intended right like how to uh connect the equipment to your computer right and luckily (laughs) folks there's youtube for that but we struggled with that (laughs) And yeah, we did struggle with that a little bit. The technology has changed a little since the 1980s when I was in theater. Um, yeah. They don't use tape anymore? Yeah, they don't use tape anymore. <laughs> and yes, you can edit a vinyl record. I've seen it done. It doesn't play very well, but it can be done. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I'd love to hear that story. <laughs> Maybe another time, though. That one's for another time. Um, technology, though, you, you briefly talked about that, and um, we talk about problem solving a lot, but do you think relying on our technologies is the way to solve the problem, or relying on our base instincts, brains, frequencies? Well, you know, technology can help us solve problems, but it can also create new ones. Right, so maybe sometimes the best thing to do is not pull out the phone to look for your answer. Oh, you're talking about Googling things. Yeah, I am in this case, right? Because because I know what some people are going to call a problem, right? I mean, you and I might think, okay, a tree fell through the roof. That's a problem. Yeah. Right? Well, to somebody else, that might be a complete disaster. Whereas to you and me, it's a problem. It's a problem that needs to be addressed before the next train. Right. right. But it's, yeah. I mean, seriously, I've had boats sink underneath me, you know? That's, that's a disaster. Depending but, on where you but are. But when Starbucks is closed <laughs> and I get up to the door, that's not a disaster. That's a problem. <laughs> Depends on how addicted to caffeine you are. <laughs> right. And that too. So it, it could be that maybe being more centered in yourself and assured of yourself and less technologically anchored might be better for you in the long run if you are going to solve some problems. Well, yeah, and going back to the frequency and the whole woo-woo stuff, I I can tell you that um, when I got my Reiki attunement, that solved a lot of problems for me. Reiki attunement. Okay, folks, this is that's her end of the spectrum. That is not mine. <laughs> Talk about par, par four dog legs, um, how to use a tailor-made driver, you know, things like that. 
Um, you know, I didn't use Nike equipment two years ago, so it really doesn't matter to me now. Um, but anyway, okay. So we were talking about Wu, and and Wu to to some people don't understand could be metaphysical, uh, could be astrological, it could be uh, Wiccan. I guess would be another term that meditation, some people heard. Meditation, uh, mindfulness. Yeah. Um, uh, learning about frequencies. I mean. Uh, we all have frequencies. Everything around us has a frequency and just understanding that. Yeah, that's definitely something you can be helpful to some of these folks. So uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, today we were talking about problem solving. And as usual, you can always drop us a line. I think our, our email address is there somewhere for you to find on our dashboard. And um, this has been the switchboard and we will be doing more episodes. The question is when and from where? I'm Robert West and Yasmin West, the Reiki accountant. And this has been the Switchboard. Thank you very much. Bye bye.